Welcome to another episode of Reverend G's Words of Encouragement. I am delighted that you have decided to listen in to my sermons today. I pray that something is said that will just touch you in a special way and encourage you on this journey. As I always like to say, my sermons are short, sweet, and impactful. So please, listen to today's show. Is there something you've learned and liked? Please feel free to share it with family and friends and everywhere on your social media. Thank you and enjoy the show. God is my all in all. Truly, as always, honored to stand before you on this morning, giving glory to God for this opportunity and thanking Pastor in his absence for this opportunity to stand before this wonderful congregation this, this morning. I ask that you pray for me as I prepare to deliver the message to you this morning. Thankful for my family being here with me on this morning. Can you say hello, family? Raise your hand. It's always, it's always a good thing to look out and see your family when you stand up here. At least I can count on one amen from somebody. <laughs> amen. Uh, we don't, won't be before you long this morning. If you have your Bibles, I'm going to ask you to turn to the book of Proverbs, uh, in keeping with the pastor's goal that we focus on reading through the book of Proverbs, this morning's sermon is going to be coming from Proverbs, the 10th chapter, and we're going to begin reading from the 27th verse. If you have your Bibles, please turn there. If not, please direct your attention to the screens behind me as we read from the international ESV version of the Bible. If you look there, you'll find these words. The fear of the Lord prolongs life, but the years of the wicked will be short. The hope of the righteous brings joy, but the expectation of the wicked will perish. The way of the Lord is a stronghold to the blameless, but destruction to evildoers. The righteous will never be removed but the wicked will not dwell in the land. May the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us pray. Oh God, we stand humbly in your presence on this Sunday morning, recognizing that this is the day that you have made, and we are going to rejoice and be glad in it. For God, we know that you are the source of our strength and our joy, and we pray now that you would open our hearts open our minds and open our ears that we may hear a word from you on this morning. We pray that we will leave here different than the way we came in. It is in Christ's magnificent name we pray. Amen and amen. And staying with the book of Proverbs, I want to give you a little background about the book of Proverbs as we continue through the book. Proverbs, in my opinion, is one of those, one of the most fascinating books of the Bible. It is one of the books of the wisdom along with Job, Ecclesiastes, and the Songs of Solomon. The primary purpose of the book is to not only teach the newly to Christ or the newly to the Lord, but also the ones that are already well informed as well. It is a story about King Solomon and the wisdom that he is sharing through the text today. I believe King Solomon is uniquely qualified to tell us about wisdom because he went 
through some things in life. Oh, you remember King Solomon? He was the one that had to make a decision when two mothers came to claim that the same child was theirs. But he had wisdom and came up with a solution that determined the actual mother of that situation. He was a man in charge of a kingdom. He had lots of responsibility. In fact, the Bible says he was wiser than any man in the land. And with that as his pedigree, certainly he is qualified to share some of that wisdom with us this morning. And so in looking at the book of Proverbs, with so much information available, I found it a challenge to where I would focus on this morning for just a few moments. And what I, what I began to do is pray, God, where would you have me have a few words for your people this morning? And God led me to the four verses that I read to you just a few moments ago. And I believe that what I'm going to share with you this morning is for the three dimensions of time. That's yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I believe what I'm going to share with you this morning is for three categories of people. That's you, me, and everyone else. And what I'm going to share with you this morning is going to be coming from the three key aspects of Christian living. And that's what the point of the whole sermon this morning is, the three key aspects of Christian living on this morning. And the first aspect that I'm going to be talking about is a healthy fear of the Lord. Are y'all with me this morning? Fear, it seems like in today's world, people have no fear of anything. People post and say just about anything on social media. People declare a divorce on social media before they even tell their spouse that they're going to have a divorce. Children disown their parents on social media. Folks talk about the boss on social media and wonder why they don't have a job the next day. There seems to be no fear of consequences of the action in today's world. It seems like nothing is off limits to in today's world today. My, how times have changed. But can we go back where I grew up and maybe where you grew up? Can I go back for just a moment? Do you remember back in the day the saints of old made you show respect? Are y'all with me this morning? Even if you weren't saved, even if you didn't attend church, the saints of old made sure you showed respect for the house of God. In my experience, the Bible was treated with dignity and respect. Are y'all with me this morning? And in most cases, the Bible found itself on the best coffee table in the house. Am I right about it this morning? And growing up, there were two things that you could never touch in our house. And that was one was mama's furniture in the living room and the big Bible on the coffee table. Am I right about it this morning? Because of fear and reverence and respect for the word of God. Fear of the Lord prolongs life. That's what the text says. Having a healthy dose of respect will cause you to live a little bit longer. And I, want you, I want you to know that I love living the life that God allows me to live. 
I love living a life knowing that God is the center of my joy. And without God, I would have no life. And I recognize that all of us want to live a long life. We change our diets. We take supplements. We exercise all that we might prolong our life. But I want to remind you that there, there are no guarantees that if you follow all these things, it's going to prolong your life. But there is good news. There is one guarantee that if you have, I guarantee you, you'll have long life. For Jesus said, I came that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. Now, exercise and diets is all good, but we got to have a healthy fear of the Lord. We've got to trust in God. And the second aspect I want to share with you this morning is a hope that brings joy. A hope that brings joy. In recent weeks, we have seen the results of when people lose hope or give up hope. The tragic suicide rate is evident in our country because people are giving up hope. My brothers and sisters, it's important to have hope in something that brings you joy. And that joy is in the Lord. Our hope must not rest in our political party affiliation. Our hope must not rest in our social clubs. Our hope must not rest in money, fortune, or fame. Our hope must reside in Jesus Christ. For the Bible says in Romans 12 and 12, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, but constant in prayer. Rejoice in hope. When you're down, rejoice in hope. When you're up, rejoice in hope. When you don't understand, rejoice in hope. When they've talked about you, when they've mistreated you, rejoice in hope. That's the hope that brings joy. Am I right about it this morning? You see, the thing about joy, joy is not an app that you can download on your smartphone. It's not an order that you can have delivered at the coffee shop. It's not something you can have Amazon Prime send to your house. For the Bible says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. I want to remind us that this joy that we have, the world didn't give it. And the world certainly can't take it away. Are y'all with me this morning? You see, when you have joy in your life, we look at things differently when it's about joy. Situations come in our life, but when you have joy, we focus on God. For weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Oh, some of you might be crying right now, but joy is going to come when we say focus on God. A hope that brings joy. And then the third aspect is a reliance upon the stronghold. A reliance upon the stronghold. As a child, I had to rely on mama to take care of all of my needs. As a young adult, I was foolish enough to believe that I could handle everything by myself. As I grew older, I relied on my friends and my contacts to help me through life. 
but I want you to know that my thinking was off. While they were good to have in my life, everyone I just mentioned had an expiration date. Just like all of us, we have an expiration date. So I needed to rely on a person that did not have an expiration date. And that was Jesus Christ himself. Mama could try, but there was limits to what she could do. But there's no limits to Christ. For he got out with all power in his hand. Am I right about it this morning? And when I look at the word stronghold, I think about it's a word that's rarely used in today's society. In fact, looking over my social media posts for the last week, I saw no mention of the word stronghold. So I thought it important to at least define to you what stronghold means. Stronghold is defined as a place that has been fortified so as to protect against an attack. Fortified to protect against an attack. So we should take courage in knowing that God is our stronghold. We are fortified with the power of God. By his strength, we are healed. That is a stronghold. It's not in the house when you turn the alarm on. It's not when you click on the door. It's not the insurance policy that you have. But our faith and trust must be in God. He is our stronghold. Have I got a witness this morning? For Psalms, the 94th division, the 22nd chapter, 22nd verse. But the Lord has become my stronghold and my God, the rock of my refuge. God is my refuge in a time of storm. I know where my help comes from. And then the latter verse, the 30th verse says, nothing shall remove us from the trust of the Lord. I don't care how deep the problem may be, how long the situation may last, we take courage in knowing that God will always be in our lives. He will always answer our prayer. It may not look like it at the moment in time. You may not understand what you're going through, but God is still yet there in the midst of your circumstance. He's still yet there in the midst of the situation. That's where our trust and faith must always be. And so I've shared with you that first of all, we need to have a healthy fear of the Lord, a reverence for what God is doing in our lives. We need to share that with everyone we come in contact with. We need to have that hope that brings joy to our life. Not items, not situations, not persons, but the joy of the Lord must always be our strength. And then we need to always rely on God. It's always good to have good people in your life, a good family, good contacts, but there's a limit to what they can do. But we serve a God that has all power, all knowing, and is everywhere. Just on Friday, we were flying back in the airplane, coming back off a of vacation. And when I look out the window, what I recognize is the higher you get in God, the smaller your problems become. And as we were flying, getting higher and higher, the mountain didn't seem so high any longer. The rivers didn't seem so deep. 
And we topped the clouds. It was smooth sailing. And liken that to our life in Christ. That the higher and closer you get to God, the smaller your mountains become. The wider the river, the smaller it becomes when you, when you trust in God. So if you're here today and don't know, know him as your personal Lord and Savior, I encourage you today to rely on God. I encourage you today to have hope that brings joy. Because when you look around in today's world, you got to learn how to turn the news off. You got to learn how to step back and get into the word. You got to learn how to be constant in prayer today. We got to pray for our children because they're facing things that you and I never probably imagined when we were that age. We got to pray for the church because it's always constantly under attack. We got to realize that God is our stronghold. And I will not be moved because I see God that has brought me a mighty long way. I'm often reflective of where I am now and where I used to be. I'm not where I need to be, but I'm not where I used to be. Because God has done some wonderful things in my life. And I know I'm not by myself. I know he's done some wonderful things in your life. But, but, but let us not be removed because sometimes I think... When we walk in here, people see us and we think, and they think all is good in our lives. And I know you got some hurts and I know you got some pains. And I know I've had some hurts and pains, but I'm going to rely on the word of God. I'm going to let this word bring me the joy that I need to get me through tomorrow or the next day or the next day. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. That's what Solomon said as he was going through the challenges of life. And as he shared that tidbit of wisdom, we are now sharing it and listening to it today. And I close with this. For the Bible says that he became obedient to death, even the death on the cross, and that God had given him a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is the king of kings. He is the king of kings. He is the king of kings and the Lord of Lords. God bless you. I want to thank you for joining in and listening to today's uh, sermon. I pray that it touched your heart and that it will encourage you uh, tomorrow, the day after, and any days in the future. So God bless, and please feel free to come back and join us again. Thank you for listening.